line been picking up since two to three years, right? Immediately, you pick on that. You know that line is going to be a hit. But again, who talks about it? It's the makeup artist. Everyone all of a sudden wanted the Wednesday look. And people were using night moth. So everyone now, they want that tinted lip with a little bit of gloss. And it's, it's, it became a trend. Like from, there is one shade from that is the silver one, okay? That gives you this um, chrome, I would say. I mean, if you just do that at the outer corner, come on, you created like a futuristic look. With the darker skin tone, or especially also on the Middle Eastern skin tone, where we always need that pump of redness, orange, to make everything look alive, I would say. True. Especially when working with purples, lavender, you need that transition shade. Hi, I'm Laure Sejan a former HR director turned into a pro makeup artist and a beauty editor. In this podcast, I want to share another way of looking at beauty from the outside and from the inside, from people who create beauty trends to people who help us feel better within our body, from sharing my experience with some beauty products to digging into new ingredients. Welcome to Beauty S'il vous plaît. For this episode, I have partnered with Ketish. Ketish is a feminine wellness brand. And what I love about Ketish is that they're here to help women to go back to their goddess state, to be proud of our femininity. One of the products of Ketish that I absolutely love is the Quickie Wipe. The way that I'm using them is whenever I could do to the gym, I go back home. I don't have time to have a shower or from the gym, I need to run, you know, somewhere else. So I would get, you know, one of the quickies and have it in my bag and just help to refresh my intimate parts and also my underarms. It's super practical. So for this and for my listeners, we have partnered with Ketish to give you a 20% of your first order. And with it, you can use the code SILVOUPLE20. I'm going to put all the information in the caption of this podcast. I'm sure you're going to love them because I love them as well. And again, what I love about them is there are only good ingredients in it. Today, I'm having Mariam Khairala, Global Senior Artist at MAC Cosmetic for the Region. Um, when uh, Mariam, well, I mean, when I first met with Mariam, you know, uh, for me, there was a kind of a click. We, mm, we didn't talk about makeup only, but about so many other things. Um, and also what I like is, you know, how approachable, you know, um, Mariam is. Uh, being or being at such position, you know, for such a reputable, you know, brand, uh, you would imagine that, you know, there might be like a kind of an attitude, but not at all. Miami, the most 
approachable, uh, kind, warm as well person that, you know, I've met in this industry. Um, and also what I like is she, when she does her tutorial on her social media, on Instagram, she makes makeup so approachable as well for anyone. And, and I love that. And at the same time, we're going to talk about the trend of today. But again, when I was preparing uh, this episode with Mariam, I found out that her background was not at all makeup. And I can't wait for Mariam to tell us about it and how it has inspired her to become a makeup artist and to be where she is today. So Mariam, thank you so much for being with us today. I, I would love to thank you so much, first of all, for having me today. And also, I, I had also to, the honor to also meet you because you're, again, you know, as you said, like when you click with someone, it's it's just amazing. And uh, sometimes it's just not about makeup. Also, there's other things to talk about in life. And then we go back to makeup, which is the fun part. <laughs> <laughs> so the journey is long, I would say. Um, how with makeup, be, yeah. Before before uh, jumping into this, how would you describe yourself, Marianne? That's a tough question. <laughs> um, how would I describe myself? You know, it's hard to describe yourself. <laughs> you just you just said it a while ago, but it's. I would say that um, because I love people and I love helping people at the same time and when it comes to anything of of when I say helping it's it could be an advice it could be a, uh, a help in anything I just feel like I have this passion of helping people and when I feel that I made such maybe a little bit of change in them that makes me happy and you and you can definitely one. yeah no but you can definitely help this now with makeup I'm seeing this like uh every time I'm with a client um like helping someone to feel good about themselves it's something like priceless in my opinion um in my previous job you know um, in as a nature, I was yes, indeed, you know, helping people, you know, to get a job. But unfortunately, I was also the one delivering, you know, bad news. Where in my job today as a makeup artist, the only news that I'm delivering is, "Wow, you look amazing!" You know, this is <laughs> how amazing. Because you know, as women, we go through many things during the day, and again, for us as a makeup artist, I feel we have that responsibility. To give the best experience, because when someone books an appointment with you, it's it, we need to make them feel comfort. They need to we need to make them feel confident and happy about themselves. Yeah, or probably to be, to bring the best version of themselves. And also, it uh, for, uh, what I would I would say it takes art to do that, and it comes by time because it's not about when you connect with someone, you need to also look at them, feel. Sometimes if they are unhappy with something, we make them feel okay with it. No, it actually looks good on you. So it takes time, I would say. It's patience. Yeah? It's, it, 
patience. We need to be patient indeed. <laughs> yeah. And also, you know, as mothers, we're so trained to be over. I would say we are now uh, pro max with patience, <laughs> which also like an extra, <laughs> an extra added value for anything we do. That's so true. That's so true. How, uh, what made you want to become a makeup artist, Mariam? I mean, again, I was, I was saying that you had like a previous career before becoming a makeup artist that yes. was like, I've oh my God. I've always wanted to be a makeup artist. And you know, with our parents, it's like back in the old days, oh, you need to, they would choose your career path. I was always drawn into makeup because when I, when I, when I was a teenager, I would always see my mom and my aunt. So my aunt was into crafts uh, and ceramic. So anything with her hands. So she would come and ask me to help her. We used to do these exhibitions in Lebanon where you go and sell your uh, your craft. Um, you know, like this, or even I remember the cushion. So she would bring the paint. You remember that paint? You do it on the, on the uh, cushion. Yes. And yes. it's like not easy to peel off so she used to draw a lot of flowers so even now when I when I when I think about it because people always tell you from where do you get your inspiration why you are attracted to a certain things in your life it always goes back to your childhood it's just you need to think about it deeply when you are alone it's like why for example why am I attracted to flowers and I feel I'm connected to it there is a reason behind that. So this is how it started with the painting, arts and craft. Uh, and then I used to always see my mom. I remember her in the 90s. She would always take the, the, the concealer and she, and she would always tell me, never go out without looking good. Even if you're sick, you have to look good. You know, it's a very Middle Eastern thing. But no, but you know, my, my mom, sorry, my mom was like this as well. You know, always make sure that, you know, you present well. And, you know, even if it's to put a bit of mascara and a bit of blush. You feel and... good, actually, right? Yeah. It's just automatically it changes your emotions and, and it lifts up your mood. Because, again, you're doing it for yourself. So my mom had a lot of... Uh, a lot of, uh, I have a lot of inspiration from her. Like she, I remember she used to, her Kajal and all these brands I remember, like Saint-Germain and, uh, you know, like those Kajal, she would put the Kajal, mascara, and then the contour, and she takes it to concealer. Imagine back in the days where now it's trending with the 90s lip. She would take her concealer and dab it. She put her hair, all the accessories, and then she goes out. Like, oh, wow. So yeah, uh, this is how it started, and um, and I yeah I always wanted to, to do uh, I always used to love to glam up my friends. So they come, I would do their makeup when you know when we are fourteen, we do the makeup. This is where I started to discover that I love artistry. There is something in there, and I used to watch a lot fashion TV. You remember the old days of the fashion TV where it used to be like my God, what is this word? I want to be there. Who is there? And uh, it was always something that I dreamt about on how to enter this word. And coming from Lebanon, you know, in Lebanon, 
and every single one meter you have a salon. We, we call it the salon. So there's a lot of makeup artists and uh, it was like something, uh, to be a makeup artist in Lebanon is like something, wow. Um, then my mom was like, no, you need to do this. You need to do this. So I, uh, I remember I wanted to do graphic design and then it didn't, uh, she was not convinced about that. And then I did travel and tourism. So travel and tourism, right? There is no connection about that. <laughs> but looking back at the history, because every time I used to look at makeup, I would look into history. So there is a lot of things about the ancient Egypt, the way, um, even the way I do liners, it's always straight liners. And then when I look at Cleopatra, she always had the straight liner. Because again, when I remember when I started my career, people would always ask me, so where, where do you bring your inspiration from and why do you, do you draw this particular type of liner? Then looking back, I'm like, I used all the time draw Cleopatra. You see what I mean? Like how it's all connected together. And every time I always do the liner straight. You know, and, and now indeed, now that you're telling me, I'm, I'm just like, yeah, that's true. This is how she does like the, the liner. Yeah, it's all geometric. Yeah, it's very geometric. And I never knew it took me years to understand because it, every time I sit with a makeup artist, you know, sometimes it takes, they, they do makeup for, they've been doing makeup for 20 years or 10 years, but they don't know what inspires them. There is no story. You did the shape, but why do you do always this shape? Is it your signature? But where does it come from? So you have to really take a deep into and dive into your, what you used to do. And also um, the liners as well, you know, the shape of the, the geometric shape. So when I used to be in school, I would always take that and then do the corner only, the 90 degrees. I don't know why, for some reason. Then it reflects in, in, in the makeup that I do. Wow. So, yeah, it's it's deep. I know it's deep. Uh, but it's just that uh, it's, it's fascinating to see how every makeup artist, they see makeup, what is their point of view, how you see shapes, and you take it from there. Exactly. And the way also done on how we are seeing people, you know, the face and how we would create makeup on someone. And you would recommend, you would recognize as well the style of a makeup artist, um, you know, of the way of how they do the skin or the eyes, or I think that each makeup artist has their own way of creating. Um, yes. And uh, and this comes with time as well. I remember that me, like it is. the first two years, I was still looking, you know, into what kind of style, you know, I was, you know, or what was my style? How was I creating my style? And I think it's been like not only for the past three years now that I'm just like, I'm doing the way makeup that the way I feel makeup feels good and is good for someone. And not necessarily like 
following the trends, to be honest. And also you go through stages. I mean, the stages of the makeup artist, <laughs> we'll talk about that, but I'll, I'll come back to you. So I'm going to go back about, so I remember I studied travel and tourism. This is where also it's all about uh, uh studying the uh, history of uh, you know the uh, I forgot in, in English what is it say it in Arabic you know when you go to the museum because I, I worked as a tourist guide so speaking about the history all of that so it helped me as well to find out that also I love public speaking so this is how the discovery started And then I'm like, you know what? After two, two years studying that, I said to my mom, I'm just going to go and learn how to do makeup. I just want to, because again, back in the days, it's like you need to have a diploma with your with studying makeup. I remember I joined uh, Criola. So this is where, you know, the uh, I remember back in the days, like the way how they used to teach makeup. And I'm like remembering the fact of it on how is it but fun the fun story is i remember when they used to teach us on how to do the baking where now it's the trend so all the traditional classic makeup that they do now it's basically it's a hack it's called a hack and when you look at it for us the you know the older generation we're like that's not a hack <laughs> that's a technique that's been used for the past 20 years and we've been taught not to do that because when I came to Mac, all my makeup style changed because again when you're coming from your home country you do the very traditional makeup right versus when enter uh, a different word of makeup you need to Again, train your eyes, your brain to see things in a different way. And then to switch. That's the most important thing. So when you are with the customer, you're going basic. When you are in fashion, in a fashion shoot, you switch to editorial. When you are with a celebrity, you take Xanax. <laughs> <laughs> So Sorry. when you are on an outdoor shoot, you're like, you do this. So again, it's so magical on how much you can switch and wear different hats. hats. That, that's, so, that's so true. That's so true. I love, uh, yeah, I love how you're describing like the different way of, you know, we can do makeup and, um, though I've never yeah. worked you know, for a brand, you know, like, like, uh, like Mac or any others. I do collaborations. Yes, indeed. But, uh, it's, um, that, that's so funny. It's true that, um, um, I mean, when you work on a shoot, like editorial, uh, you're here, you're just there. You know, you follow, you know, you make sure that, yeah. you know, the skin is great. No, no. Creative, this is where sometimes, you know, I just, for me, I love it. It's because challenging where, sometimes. Yeah, I mean, you too, exactly. And for me, it takes me out of my comfort zone in the sense that I do a lot of glam, a lot of red carpet. That's what, yeah. And brides. So I'll tell you something about the region. 
we in the region in the Middle East, especially in the Middle East, because we're so used to perfection, a glam. So art was not really appreciated back in the days. Now you see art is coming, but in a way that mm, it's cute, it's pretty. Where sometimes when you go too much in artistic, some people might not understand it. But now there is with the more education and speaking about history and more explaining about it, what's the story, we get it more. It's more understandable. Yeah. So just so, to, yeah, to I go back. I completely agree yeah. with you about that point. Now we, we need to be versatile. We need to be able exactly. to adjust not to any situation. To go back to how did you become uh, uh, a tour guide or tourist guide to a makeup artist? What was the transition? What was the trigger? Uh, what made you jump to a new career? So I worked only two months as a, a tourist guide. Okay. And then I went to Creona. I'm like, I need to study this. I need to study makeup because if I want to go work as a makeup artist, I need a certificate, a diploma, how do you call it? So I went to Creola and I remember I, uh, uh, we, I studied uh, theater and TV makeup. So it was the extreme. And then I joined Gerla. So Gerla was my very first job as a beauty advisor. Wow. And it was in a duty-free. So the duty-free as a beauty advisor, you know, it's it's a tough, how can I say? It's a tough environment. It's different when you're working in a department store where you know that the customer is coming for you. So it was like a quick induction for me for the for the beauty world, I would say. You you come in duty free, fast everything, and then it was the learning. It was I call it the art of selling. Anyone who walks in, you need to switch them from this brand to this brand, and all of that. And again, with with Guerlain, it was more about skincare and perfumes. And then one day, uh, they asked us to do like a, to travel to Dubai, uh, and uh, there was a seminar there. And then I remember, because I told you I used to watch fashion TV. I used to see Mac, but I never understood who is this brand. But I know that I always see them backstage and in the magazine back in the days. You know, when you flip in the magazine right at the end, the, the ads is always about the, the cosmetics. Right? We're very <laughs> from the 80s. I'm talking about <laughs> So right at the end of the magazine, you will see that the ads of all the, the brands. And then I would see Mac, but I never knew what it stands for. Who is this brand? So I went to Dubai and then, you know, how you stay. I had my aunt there and then and my aunt, uh, aunt there. And then I uh, decided to stay a few days. And then I remember walking to Mercato Mall. And then I see like this beautiful store, black. And then they see these cool makeup arts. I'm like, oh, what is this? I've never seen, like, it, I, like it, it gave me goosebumps because I remember this, it never goes out from my mind. And then there was a glass. So it was like an old Mac store. So the Mac store used to be all in glass. So pe you, people can watch. And then I see this makeup artist called, I remember him, Wakar. Spiky hair. 
edgy and I don't know, punky and like that. And then I see him drawing a face shirt. And I was standing in the corner. Look at him like, oh my God, he's drawing. I, how is he doing makeup on a paper? And then throughout the process, I'm like, you know what? I want to get in there. I just want to go in. And then when I walked in, I looked at all the colors. I was like, oh, can I live here? I want to be, I want to belong to this. How? I went there. He's like, hey, how may I help you? I said, you know, I love makeup and I just uh, um, studied makeup and I'm thinking to move to Dubai. Um, is there a way for you to help me on how to get into my kids? Like, yeah, you can hand in your CV, but you know, uh, there's a few several interviews you need to do. I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. So those days were hard. <laughs> I did like five interviews. Wow. Good job. Oh my yes, God. it was very difficult. When when was it? Which year was it? So it was 2005. Wow, 2005. Yeah, 2005. So we're saying 18 years ago? Yeah. 18 years ago. Oh my God. Okay. Yes. They schedule, they schedule my first interview, second interview, third interview, which is where I did the makeup test. And then I remember quickly, they were like, yeah, there's a basic training happening in Lebanon, so you can move to Dubai. Uh, and then I remember I did the basic training. This is where I joined Mac. So Mac is my second job. Yeah. And, you, and you've been with them for 18 years. Huh? 18 years. So I started as a Mac artist then resident trainer, then a trainer, then national artist, and now global senior artist and pro artist relation. So it's been, I, it's like I grew up with the brand. Starting from the shop floor, then discovering yourself that I, you love teaching and sharing your knowledge. Uh, and I used to be very competitive with the artists. It's like we used we have these theme days. So for every collection, every we used to have a competition for every store and who would create the best theme day, like the styling and the hair. And then if you win, you get a trip. I'm like, oh, come to me. And I remember I would sit the makeup artist and put these flowers on them. I don't know what, and do their makeup, like sit on the floor, sleep, and then I take the picture from the top. So it, it used to be like, it's those days I will never, never forget them. And even like the, the Mac is all about uh, the people. That's why for us, we're very loyal. And I've witnessed the brand from the beginning till now. There is always ups and downs. Uh, you know, with your career, the more you grow, the more you cry. But it's fun. But this is what it made me now. It's just, uh, I feel so proud to, to, to work with uh, such an amazing company because the, the, they make dream come true. And the, the, what, no matter what direction you want to take, you take, if you want to be a manager, you can be a manager. You want to be a trainer, you can be a trainer. It's just that it's up to you on which direction you want to take. And 
I've shaped a lot of my personality with the with the, with Mac. The experiences, like I will never forget the first time I went to Fashion Week. You know, I used to see this on TV, and I'm like, it's happening. I'm in Fashion Week. I am in Milan Fashion Week, and I'm seeing everything. You're seeing the models. Like for this was like a, the highlight of my career, even working with celebrities. Uh, photo shoots as well, uh, working with amazing people that they are so inspiring mm. and very passionate, I would say. Yeah. There's one thing that, you know, what you said is um, I'm quite fascinate, uh, um, fascinated on how Fashion Week, you know, works. I mean, I've, I haven't been on any backstage yet. Uh, if I we will... do one here, I will invite you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because we used to have a lot of fashion weeks in here, uh, but I think it's going to start coming back. I'll make sure you get that experience. You will oh, love it. Thank you. Thank you. But, you know, I've seen on how it's being prepared. Uh, you know, you have the makeup artist lead or leader or senior the makeup artist. The key makeup artist, yes. Yeah, the key makeup artist. Thank you. Uh they would show you how to do the makeup like you have and one you have time you have one yeah. like took and then you have to remember everything all the stem and that needs to be perfect and it's it must be like such a like you know a stress but thrill at the same time and the adrenaline and Sometimes this is the reason you have five minutes to do the look and you know with the key makeup artist so i've worked with tom Pichu, <gasps> wow and also val garland Uh, also, I've worked with, uh, back in the days with Charlotte Tilbury when she used to key our shows. So you, you see every uh, character when they are backstage, even their vision on makeup, the way how they do makeup. Tom is very simplicity, you know, like she's a French girl. So he, 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 he's such a sweetheart. I've learned a lot from him. I've learned simplicity from him. Val is very like the unexpected eyeliners. <laughs> so these, these key makeup artists that they've been in the industry for more than 30 years, you know, you look at them, it's a masterpiece. Like you feel so proud that you are even on their show, even not doing anything. The yeah. words they use, especially as Arab, I'm coming from the Middle East, You know, we don't use a lot of descriptive words. It's either a smoky or a smoky. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's different when you, the way how they describe makeup, the art, uh, uh, the story behind it. So all of this was like, uh, when you go there, it's completely, when I used to come back to Dubai, I'm like, oh my God, I need to do this. I need to change this. So the, 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 the makeup, the phases of the makeup you go through, it's like, those brows. Yeah. That skin. <laughs> You're like, okay, we've been there. But it's important to, to uh, research, mm. educate yourself. This is what I always tell the makeup artists. If, uh, just to go back to your experience you know, with Tom Pescher, Val Garland, and Charlotte Belloui, could you, uh, 
what would be maybe the one word that would describe the way that they do makeup, like each of them? I mean, I understand like, yes, it's simplicity, but what do you keep from this experience now of each of them? Um, so first, you know, that that working under pressure and maintaining the calmness, you're like, oh, you know, when you are on a Moschino show, it's madness. Models comes just before the show, 15 minutes. And the makeup is complicated, huh? It's not like just like a gloss on the eye. It's very important for the key makeup artist to maintain calm. Because if they are panicking, the team will panic. So that skill of leading people backstage on a big shows, I call this like maturity, you know, like maturity in terms of that and also uh, uh, the capability to, to handle without showing any, any, anything. You work also sometimes with the key makeup artists where sometimes they are intimidating, but you don't have to take anything personal because it is their character. It's not about you. It's about them. You have to learn to, to, okay, fine. Because sometimes, you know, they will ask you to wipe the makeup. They will wipe, they would wipe your makeup in front of everyone, no matter how skilled you are. So here it's very important as an artist to, okay, yeah, you don't like it, I will wipe it off. And then you go cry in the in the in your room. <laughs> yeah, I mean that must be so difficult as an experience, no, like it's for difficult. your for your it ego. Difficult. Yeah, but in Fashion Week you need to really just wear this hat of not to take anything personal because mm. people will shout at you. People will come, wipe your makeup. It's fine. That's fine. Because, the, you know, by the end of the day, it's their vision. You are, uh, uh, you are actually creating the look they did. So the way they see things is different on how you see it. Yeah, and this is a skill to be able to recreate like someone else. That's why it, it, we need, uh, the, the, I always tell the artist, it's like, it's not all the time in Fashion Week, you have the time to explain. This is not like a masterclass. They go silent. You just have to, uh -huh. oh, 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 okay. And you cannot ask questions. Not all so the they, time. So they don't talk. They don't talk. Some key makeup artists, if they are Mac people, they would talk because we are used to coaching. Okay. We are used to say, okay, now I'm using this, now I'm using that. Other makeup artists, they are not used to teaching. It's just that they do makeup because we call them the fashion week artists. So they are not expected to explain anything. You just watch, you take notes. And then you recreate you go. the look. <laughs> Off you go. Wow, this yeah. is this is so fascinating. Honestly, it's uh, that's that's another world. And I feel that um, you know today we're talking more about makeup, and I'm so 
happy to talk about makeup, honestly, um, because I've been talking a lot about you know, skincare, the, the skin, looking after your skin. And, and, and I love, you know, looking after skin. For me, it's the basis of makeup. But today we're talking about makeup. And it's good for people as well to realize that in this field, being a makeup artist is not only doing one thing. Oh, she's going to create the same thing over and over. Because within the makeup field, you have different... Um, uh, how do you say, like field, like indeed, you know, you have yes. people specializing to fashion week or editorial or creative, or um, uh, VIPs as well, or, or brides, yeah. or film, film. exactly, TV. TV, exactly. This is the whole, each of them, we have a different way of doing makeup. And um, yeah, and I'm going to tell you something. Few years ago, uh, so I did several, you know, TV, like especially, you know, for Ameni SAB. Uh, we've been doing a lot of um, TV shows together. Well, I mean, not really together. She was on stage, and I was like backstage. <laughs> but once we were at, she had an interview and a TV in Abu Dhabi, and. Uh, and I came with her, I was doing her makeup and the makeup artist over there was looking at me and he was like, oh my God, she's taking too much time. <laughs> because they are used to work in a such fast way where I used to take like, you know, an hour. He was taking like 20 minutes, 15 minutes yeah, with because full makeup. For, TV, for a TV makeup. For TV, course, yeah. Or, yeah. Because they pack a lot. So there is no really about, uh, I want to blend more. For TV, especially, let's say, if it was HD, depends. Some of them are still on digital. Some of them is 4K, where they have filters. You need to put loads of makeup. Like, pack it, and then it looks natural. Because I remember when we did The Voice, I was like, you know, <laughs> when you've been long time, because you are out of the doing strong makeup, and then you're like, I'm like, oh my God, okay, that's very strong. And then the team was like, no, 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 add more. Don't be scared. Add more. Literally, I remember there was two lines of brown here. But then on the camera, girl, she looks amazing. She looks snatched. So you're like, oh, okay. Took me a while to blend, but the blending wasn't actually needed. In yeah. that situation, <laughs> where you just have to pack a lot. Mm. And this, I think this is one thing I remember is really each situation is very, is very different. Um, so how, uh, how do you stay on, you know, you've been with Mac for 18 years. Uh, of course, you know, being with the brand, you know, for such a long time, obviously, you know, you love the brand. This is where you feel the most at ease, I believe. Uh, but how do you stay on top of the game and trends in the makeup industry? So, you know, we live in the world of social media. Yeah. Also, Mac was always, always because we work backstage and trends are born where backstage. We work on products two to three years ahead. We test them backstage because you do a preview of, let's say, autumn, winter or spring, summer. So you can kind of predict 
what is the trend and then the brand when the minute they spot something it starts from the fashion right fashion so let's say talking about the line now if you want to talk about the trend now line been picking up since two to three years right immediately you pick on that you know that line is gonna be a hit but again who talks about it it's the makeup artist you start doing these tutorials and all of that you predict because you make it trendy it's up to you sorry in parentheses just to talk about lime i was with clients the past three days and uh, I was working with uh, young clients and it was so much fun because they are so much creative. You know, they want to add a pop of color and, and lime came so much. So they, so that was for a wedding on, on three days. So they were wearing like lime and green. And I was like, you know, looking at, you know, what. Yeah, uh, the Gen Z, they want yeah. uh, euphoria. They want fun colors where you know, versus the others, they want the traditional, you know, or the minimal makeup. So with Mark, it's easy. We made it easy for everyone. So before we used to have two seasons of uh, trends when we do a preview. Now you have something called Mark Trend Tuesday. So every week on a Tuesday, voila, there is a trend that got picked up on TikTok. It got picked up maybe from a series. Like for example, uh, speaking about, uh, you know, the, the goth makeup, yeah? Everyone all of a sudden wanted the Wednesday look. And people were using Night Moth. So everyone now, they want that tinted lip with a little bit of gloss. And it's, it's, it became a trend. It's like everyone, I'm like, I used to have a lot of night moths at home and I never used them. No, because I want the color. I cannot find it. Sold out. Imagine, I'm telling you, like when you pick up on a trend, it's so, how crazy that people just, now they just go and get it. They want to wear it. People love matte. Now they're shifting to, to gloss. Who knew that in the Middle East, people would wear back gloss? It's back. Yeah. Talking, talking about gloss, that's so funny that what you're saying, because um, so I'm working on an online masterclass with another brand. And uh, indeed, I'm going to use gloss. That was like, you know, in the, um, in the creation process that, you know, I, I had. And uh, yeah, indeed, yeah. I mean, gloss is there. Yeah. So yeah, gloss, uh, colors, texture on the eyes, uh, even accessorizing your eyes. So it's like, I call this like the new euphoria way, because I feel like, it's like, how do you accessorize, accessorize your eyes this season? So if you don't have time to, to actually put diamonds and all of that, you can do it with glitter, as simple as it gets. It's about the placement. Voila, you have an accessory on the eye. So talking about that, indeed, you know, when you put uh, rhinestones on your eyelid or on the eyes, you know, it can take you know, some time. How would you do that with glitter? What would be like the one tip you would share, you could share? So with glitter, yeah. I mean, so with the rhinestones, again, because you're doing a shape, 
But if you want to do that, I call it the festival look. Yeah. You don't have time to do that. We have these dazzle liquid shadows, you know, those. Uh, yeah. I. You just do one swipe. I have some. Let, let me then, let me get. Yeah. You can and keep on talking have... and I will get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Sorry, so this one, I have one of them. Exactly, right? this one. Yeah. So you have you have from these uh, several shades, okay? Yeah. You have the the ones that are, for this, for example, this one is more like a metallic. Yeah. Some of them are glittery. So the glitter, it gives you more of a big chunk. So you put it there. You can even do it like the shape of, you know, like the eyeliner. Yeah. Voila, you added like an accessory on the eye. As simple as it gets. That's the thing also with makeup is you can be creative. It, exactly. You know, it's, and you can use one product. Way. Yeah. And you can use one product for in many different ways as well. Exactly. Like for, there is one shade from that is the silver one. Okay. That gives you this um, chrome, I would say. I mean, if you just do that at the outer corner, come on. You created like a futuristic look with a silver line. Take notes, everyone who's listening. Like, you know, those are the tips, the best tips, you know, from an amazing makeup artist, you know, from Mac. This is a unique <laughs> experience you, you have. So take notes. I'm, I'm yeah, taking it's, notes. Actually. It's so simple. We try to make, I always try to make it simple. Right. You want to get that look? Always, I always tell them, focus on one element, you know? Where do you want your focus to be? On the eyes, on lips, and make the rest rest, you know? You know that um, so much, you know, contour and brows and then strong eyes and strong lips. And you're like, okay, okay, what's the story here? You, you can get dizzy. You can get dizzy, you know, if there are too you many things happening. Yeah, focus on one feature that you feel that what depending on what your mood is. Because when you put on glitter, already the glitter is a attention. It's like a lot of attention on the eyes, no matter where you, you put that. So keep it there and let everything rest. It's more modern. So Going into more into the, the topic of, of makeup, um, you shared with me some of the 2023 makeup trends. Uh, yes. Can you tell us more about them? So speaking, um, I think the first one I've sent you is Diamonds Crumble. I'm looking at my uh, yeah. <clears throat> phone. So I'm going to show them like on the, if I, if people can see, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I can see. This one. So this one, it's called Diamond Crumble. Okay. The inspiration, it's like um, an eye. It's like a think about highlighter, how you highlight the eye. Okay. And also the color, you see all these lilac pastel. Think of the euphoria, but euphoria in 2023. The way how you accessorize your eyes, 
is using anything that is metallic and frosty finish, but it has that lavender, pink, pastel, all of this. Uh, it was a lot picking up on TikTok, and you can so easily create that either. So there is two ways. You wanna can focus on your eye to create that, or you can do, you know, like how now all we all do this elevated highlighter on the cheeks with the blush, but it has this dimensional, you know, how you move, the light move. So it has this different reflection. I mean, I'm going um, to just to show here, like it yeah, is you like see how it, this yeah. is so pretty. Like you look at it. Uh, uh, you know, you have these eyeshadows that gives you a multi-reflection. Even some highlighters. We used to call them the unicorn highlighters. So now it's like in a different way because it's the same shades. This uh, is, wow. This is so pretty, like on a darker skin tone. Wow. Oh my God, you do that, you put on a gloss. It's pretty on camera. So what I'm showing to uh, to Mariam is basically it is indeed um, you have some blue in the inner corner and then um, it is evolving into more lilac and purple and that, that type of but, lavenders and yeah uh, purples and all of that because on a darker skin tone that's how you should go darker where if you go to the light to medium skin tone then you go to the lighter shades exactly yeah. So this is where Mike is going for this year. So yes. are we are we going to have like those kind of product? Because what I'm seeing here is also either it's like something powdery and where you we, can yeah, add a, so some gloss. Yeah. So the Hyper Real palette, we have the Hyper Real palette, the light one. So when you swatch it, it gives you that blue, lavender, you know, all these pearlescent. So you put them on, if you spray Fix Plus, it gives you that wet look. You can do it on the eyes. And also we have, you know, from the Dazzle Liquid Shadow you have, there is one that is exactly this shade. It has all this glitter that younger generation, they love it. So you can use it here. In the inner corner. The yeah. It just whoop, Mascara, you're good to go. Wow. As simple as it gets. Okay, I can because tell you that it's are... going, that's going to be out of stock in the next two weeks. <laughs> it is usually out of stock, but these, but these shades for every makeup artist, they are so easy to transition your, your look from something super simple to something extravaganza, I would say. Yeah. So this is basically for diamond crumble. So think about it. It's your new euphoria, but it's more in a more approachable way. Then you have, um, I also would describe it as holographic, you know? Yeah, exactly. Think about the holographic, the pigment. When you look at it, depends on how the light hits, you see the reflection. Yeah. And then we the were talking one, there's these two trends coming up, you know, the, the denim. It's so pretty this year. You know, we all have that favorite pair of denim, either a jacket or a pair of jeans. And the more they are, I would say, the more you wash them, yeah, 
the more yes it this is so pretty like even with the fashion it's just giving me the vibes of 80s brook shields uh and now in our days Kendall Jenner even even uh, all the supermodels they are really wearing that and also with the fashion come on so with this trend, think about your icy blues or your favorite pair of denim that's been washed and you see this type of blues on it. So the, the, uh, this is a focus on the eyes. Um, yes. I focus will, uh, on yeah. the eyes. Yeah. So I'm looking at the, at the, so it's like we're in a, because we are in a denim revolution. Yeah towards lighter and uh, looser fits. And eyeshadows are following this. So the minute they, they, they spotted celebrities wearing the denim, immediately this picked up. Immediately. Even you see now fashion brands, even the, the shoes. Did you see like, even you see Jimmy Choo, all these high boots that they are denim. And Kendall Jenner wore that. And I'm like, oh my God, we want this eye makeup. This is how it picked up, and uh, uh, it's it's this is the the next viral I would say uh, trend, especially for Gen Z, for the younger generation, because you see that they're very inspired the Y two K style, right? Where for us in our nineties we used to wear all you know all the hair clips and all of that. You see it now, and then every time I see something, I'm like, oh, you know what this? I'm like kid we used to wear this yeah we were before you this is not something new you didn't discover that you didn't do that um so 50 shades of baby blue i would say with the gray blue tone undertone uh again inspired by a good pair of well-loved jeans that's how i would describe it you know, I'm wearing a denim like today, like a pair of jeans as well. And just like you're describing, I'm, I'm looking, you know, at what I'm wearing. I'm just like, yeah, this is what I have on me today. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and again, my advice. So when it comes to blue, again, you customize it depending on your skin tone as well. You know, because when you're going with icy blues, as long the the, the undertone is cool undertone. And that and was obviously when you when you go with a darker skin tone, this is where you need to add the navy blue to it to 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 have the contrast, I would say. This is one of my questions because um blue is a cool color. And how do you work on that you know, with someone that has more like a warm tone? Um when it has like cool tone, you know, it's more it's easier, I would say. Uh, you want to see the mood board. So there are a few of the darker models, but I want just want you to see how, yeah, the base is important, mm -hmm. you know? You wouldn't work with any icy uh, blue if there is no buzz that yeah. holds the product that I want to make sure that it will not turn to ashy paint pots are the best ones yeah 
So we have a lot of cold undertones and they are, uh, we have like a, I think like a light blue. You know that when you apply the shade, it stays there. So with but the again, paint, sorry, with the paint pot, even if, for instance, I have um, a warm undertone, like in terms of skin, I would apply more like a cool uh, shade of the paint pot on my eyes, on my eyelid, and then apply yeah. the blue. And then you can, what the trick is, you know, the transition shade, if you can see from the top, there is that warm shade, the contour. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm, so this is a trick. It. Yes, exactly. That's the trick to make anything cool, just contoured. Mm. This is such a good trick because <clears throat> when sometimes, you know, I have my clients and they're asking me to recreate a, a makeup. So, and they're sending me like a picture of the makeup they like. And you need to look into the details to understand what has been the base eyeshadow, the transition one, uh, the one where you're going to create another shape or define the eyes. And this is something that <clears throat> we would only see us as you know, pro makeup artist that the client know might not see. And then we need to be able to recreate. Uh, yeah. So when you saying. contour, imagine you have your contouring palette, okay? with the darker skin tone or especially also on the middle eastern skin tone where we always need that pump of redness orange to make everything look alive i would say True. especially when working with purples lavender you need that transition shade it, it needs to be there even if you take a bronzer and you contour the eye and you take any green blue you put it out there Ah, okay, it looks good. It's just that small technique. Another tip that you need to keep in mind, um, all my audience, ladies or gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> for when you will do either makeup on yourself or on a client or anyone, uh, actually. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, okay, so that's the, the washed for denim. The wash denim. Demim, denim. Now for the biggest hit, which is the lime light, the lime trend, which is, whoa. I'll talk to you about the history, about the tell, lime. I'm tell me about the history of the lime. Like, if you're seeking for attention, wear lime. It's unexpected. I would say daring, sophisticated. Uh, yeah, you just want to grab an attention. Yeah, it's, you want to grab the attention, wear lime. Lime goes on everyone. So lime green was first used as a color name in, uh, on, eight, on the year 1890. The hue is named after the typical shade of the citrus fruit lime. So if you think about it, when you take a, take a look at the lime itself, okay, you take a look at the the, the 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 sides of the lime, it has different shades. So when you're speaking about lime, it has different hues depending on your skin tone. So on the top, you have the lighter one. You can see they added more white to it to be more like brighter. Down, it has more definition. 
but still it's on the line side. And uh, you need to think about all this bright, vivid, vivid shade of green. And in ancient Egypt, it's considered as a symbol of rebirth, strength, and good health. So that green used to be used a lot. And um, I don't know if you if you see any time you research about the 1960s, Twiggy, uh, even in the movie of Barbarella, you see a lot of lime. So it picked up, the lime picked up in 1960s, disappeared, and then it made a comeback in 2018. Um, so it's really a shade that captured the attention. And also it's the most color that was worn by the queen. Yeah, the, the queen, the... yeah. Wow. So the, the Queen Elizabeth, she used to wear a lot of lime. If you if you if you research, you would see her in these bright colors, but especially she would wear the lime green with the hat from like a monochromatic one. So it has, it gives like a, you know, a balance, harmony, and strong, hey, I'm here. So in terms of outfit, not necessarily in terms of uh, makeup, right? Yes, she used to yeah. wear it. Uh, if, if you Google it, you will see, you can see uh, the queen. And I think I have it here. Let me check. Uh, because I had, I did a mood work for me when I, whenever I research for a trend. So the Mac one, they would send you just images. I love connecting fashion with um, the makeup story. With fashion. The yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, let me um, check. I have it here. I send it to there's, you. There's always like, <clears throat> you know, a question that I'm ask, enfin, ask myself is trends are amazing, but how do we apply that on every day? You know what I mean? Like, you know, would you dare Accessory. to... Accessory. You don't want to wear it. You know what? Uh, you don't want to wear it. Sometimes, you know, did you see how the enam enam enamel... Uh, jewelry started trending, you know, the colored uh, jewelry, earring, you still on it could be your bag. It could be just a kajal here because, you know, like sometimes you don't want to wear like, I mean, come on, it's nice for editorial, but wearing like a full lime green, I would, for example, have my traditional makeup and then just have a pop of eyeshadow here of the lime. It could be a kajal on the waterline, maybe halfway through. You have it. You're on trend. You're good. You have the Bottega green. <laughs> but the Bottega back. I'll show you something with... Uh, I'll send it to you. So this is... Uh, I did this locally, the trends a presentation. Just want to show you with the styling... Uh, Ignore the light. The light was not great. <laughs> but I want to show you how these look. Okay, just a second. It's coming. It's coming. Here you go. Sending oh, it to wow. you. Oh, wow. Okay, so I'm going to show you like now on the screen. So this is where you need to go onto my YouTube and watch as well um, 
the how do you say the podcast episode because I'm going to show more and more things, and this is what we uh, have we are showing. So in terms of lime, what I'm showing is a model. She's wearing a lime dress, a lime satin dress with um, a leather jacket, a very simple hair down straight, but then her eyes has like indeed this uh, lime green, lime yellow, um, and a pair of, oh, teddy bear um, So I took earrings. my daughter's uh, uh, teddy charm and I'm like, you know what, let me just put it out there. Yeah. Because you see, you can wear a simple makeup, just put the teddy or even just like a pop here, you know? I love it. I love it. And then we have indeed another model here so quite casual actually no i think i'm going to try to recreate another this look <laughs> yes i remember so, when i when we when we were dressing her up and doing their makeup she's uh, she's french I, she's yeah. like, I love this and because she was so comfortable she was wearing an overall jumpsuit and she's like oh my god i feel this is me she loved it. And then I remember we kept her skin super creamy, a little bit of contour, but all with face and body, you know, gloss a little bit. The eyes, there is no lashes. It's just the mascara. Simple. The brows I, are yeah. just pushed back. Simple. I love this. So, ba so uh, what's her name again? It's not Melissa. I'll, 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 I'll check for you again because yeah. I forgot. It's been, um, yeah. but she was so lovely. And you kind of feel, you know, when the model is like happy with the look that it's been done on her. So she was, yeah, she, it, and it really suited her. Yeah. So we were talking about the wash denim. So basically the model is more like a dark hair, long hair, uh, tight yeah. back uh, with a kind of a white t-shirt, white top. And, and overall, overall uh, denim, and then indeed like her eyes are. It's pretty. And it's you know, very pretty. Her and her skin. Are very Eastern. Yeah, exactly. Her and her, yeah, and her skin has been uh, warmed up as well uh, to Just create you know, some bronzer. Slightly yeah. creamy. There was uh, no powder on that. Only we powdered the T zone. Just like you know, because you know when you're wearing denim, it's like you're free. Mm. That's true. Yourself, it's yeah. casual. I remember her name, Melody. Melody, I think, I think Melody, maybe yeah. Melody. I'll yeah. Think, yeah. I mean, I've never worked with her, but I'm 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 seeing her on on my socials. And then we had like a dark skin tone model here, yes. with now, yeah, with the diamond crumble. Um, it's trend. And also, there is a eyeshadow called Stars and Rocket from Mac. It um, gives you this. So pretty. So I'm noting this down because, you know, that's the danger, you know, when, when you're talking to a makeup artist, the danger is <laughs> we exchange tips and product that we love. And what do we do next? We go shopping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so from simple things, you can just do uh, like, I mean, look how she's glowing. Come on. Yeah. So we took the highlighter, the eyeshadow, and applied here. Then when you put the gloss on it, it just gives you that 
You know, when you're on stage or on the camera with the darkest skin tone, I mean, come on, you put like, and I'm like, I'm so jealous. I'm like, those cheekbones, those, it looks so good. It looks so, so good. Yeah. So Mariam was saying that you put highlighter on the lips and then you add some gloss and then bam, yeah, you have your lips done. And yeah. And you want, you know, when you do the contour, you can either bring your contouring cream and really darken here or take Night Moth, current lip liner, anything that is dark, but just blend. So it gives you that uh, uh, contrast, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, and so, uh, is... so those those eyeshadows they are all in the hyper real palette yeah they are all in line amazing so we can already find all of them onto the mac stores yes. amazing i want um, to show you yeah the, show me. the queen on the how much she used to wear lime and you will be like amazed with that yes it's, it's, i want to see so that good on her I want so to see that. that. I mean, wearing you know, that kind of daring no colors, I'm not. I'm not sure. Oh yes. See, like. Okay. And it's like in a different hues. You know what I mean? It's not like uh, just one. The pastel green. She goes with the lime. Is she one <laughs> or the neon? Yeah, the neon. The neon. The neon. Yeah. How amazing! Another one here. It, it's cool. It gives you like this positivity, you know, like it's so fresh. It's so refreshing. It's so refreshing. Mariam, what are your tips for perfect day makeup, quick makeup? You know, what are like the thing that, you know, you would recommend uh, other women to do, products to use? Good makeup always starts with good skincare. No matter what your skincare regimen is, Always, you know, when it comes to uh, um, under eye, uh, skincare, uh, your your skin and your lips, they need to be hydrated. How you prep them, it's up to you which skincare regimen you use, but it's very important for any product to perform, you need a moisturizer. So great concealer, start with priming, skin as well. I would say for the day, we know we live in a hot climate. We want longevity as well. I'm a big fan of concealers, honestly. Because, you know, sometimes when you work, you know, we, we were working people and we are always on the run. You want something that is long lasting, easy and lightweight. I would always go with a concealer palette. Pop, pop, poop. The Studio Finish Concealer Palette. I know that my sponge is wet and well, uh, not dry. I would take take the darker shade to contour. If not, take your favorite concealer and your the concealer that you hate, that you never used, that it's too dark on you. Use it as a base, you know? On the eyes. As simple as it gets. Yeah. Simple as it gets. I love this. Uh, and and then for a little bit of bronzer. So when I'm in a rush, I'll take the bronzer, put it up here and put it on my eyes. Mascara, tinted lip balm will look good. So uh, uh, 
light, I would say go light during the daily makeup. Right. Um, I was, um, uh, what I wanted to say, um, we, you were saying that, you know, a good makeup always go with a good skin care routine. And Mac recently, like uh, a week ago or two weeks ago, when was it? Yes, yes, this yes, yes. Exactly. It's the magic. So, so, so this is the Mac Hyperreal Summarizer. And I think that was such a big, um, uh, it was uh, unexpected that Mac, you know, would come with some skincare because Mac is very... It is. Finally, after 17 <laughs> years working with the brand, now I can say we had a good skincare, but again, it was more like very priming your skin, something super basic. Yeah. But now we have like a line of skincare that is made, approved by makeup artists, and it also treats your skin. It's luxury. Because it has this pro, um, uh, the, the, the pro main ingredients in it. You have hyaluronic acid. You have niacinamide. You have also the uh, ceramide inside, and also you have the Japanese peony uh, uh, peony in it. That is a very rare ingredient that you can find in that flower. So all of this it makes your skin first of all so smooth like butter. Applying the makeup is different, like especially with the brush. Nor this brush, the way how you massage the skin is incredible. So My both are a favorite, but this I love to mix it, mix it with foundation. Okay, so the serum. When you do, you do a lot of editorials. So you know we don't have much of time of the prepping. Yeah, to one. So I would take. To pump with your concealer or fond de teint, mix it, apply it on the skin, boom, she's ready. You had more time and you want that dewy look, this is good. Because when you apply it on your skin, you kind of feel like, I don't know, you know when you wear a mask, the face mask. Yeah. The face mask where you put them on, you distribute them with the brush, and that it gives you that glowy effect. This is what it does. So we are and talking the about the, the hyper real skin canvas. Skin bag, yeah. canvas you feel do you see how it melts on the skin? It's different. And I'm talking as well, yeah. And then I'm I've applied that with the summarizer on the other hand. Yeah. Summarizer <laughs> is nice. I feel like again mm. for makeup artists. Uh, also, it comes in minis, by the way, for, for those who love to keep things minimal in their kits. Even with the cleanse of oil, it comes uh, in all minis. But I'll tell you a secret about this one. So this is the only oil that you get, can be mixed with water. So this oil wipes every type of makeup. The longest makeup, it breaks it. So if you did a Halloween look, you had the waterproof makeup or anything, you want something to break it easily, this is your best friend. It's from your, for eyes and also for uh, skin and lips. But there is two ways to use it, either on a cotton pad or mix it with water and you see it will turn into a milk. 
Oh wow! And then you can wash it. Amazing. Yes. I'm going to I'm going to try it like tonight. I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. Try like so the... what you can do? You can take two pumps. I add a little bit of water and then warm it, and then it becomes like a milky emulsion, and then you wash. I and... love. Yeah, I love removing my makeup with oil because I feel you know it just uh, it's not harsh on the skin. Um, and it smells like all the makeup, like super, like I'm double cleansing my, my, my face, like in my skin, like every evening, yeah. not in the morning because I only have yeah. our skincare from the night before, but yes, definitely like, you know, during the day, you know, when I'm doing makeup, you know, when I have makeup on my face, like today, definitely, um, I need, you, to, need to, uh, you will love this. Trust me. You will love it. Amazing. It's like, uh, because we had this many years ago, but now it's reformulated and, and been added uh, to the Hyperreal. Uh, it's like a hidden gem. Okay. But nobody used to talk about it. But for us as a makeup artist, I'm telling you, it wipes and also it doesn't feel your skin. You know when sometimes it feels sticky with the oil? It's like silk. Like, try it tonight. And you, I will. You will I you will stop me and tell me, Miro, what is this? Good one. I will. Um, Marianne, what are your advice for anyone who wants to have a career as a makeup artist and, and working for a brand? Yes. So I would say as a kick kickstart, it's important to maybe join a makeup academy just to learn the, the basics, color theory, just to get to start into that. Now, if you want to develop yourself on working on all the under pressure aspects and also learn on how corporate brands do, join, a, 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 you, you can join a makeup brand because when you gain that experience working in retail, Automatically, when you look at someone, you can realize what they want. So it's easy. I would I would call it, it's like an easy school. Because you learn to do makeup in 20 minutes. You learn how to investigate. Then, let's say when you start freelancing, you have the confidence to communicate with your consumer. Uh, what you're looking for, how can I do it? You build that confidence with them because you know in the middle east consumers are experts and you need to be top on that and what i always say i always advise the makeup artists the new generation read books about makeup you can always be inspired by youtube and social media but reading books about makeup, like, you know, those books from the legendary makeup artists like Kevin O'Quan, Scott Barnes, uh, it's different. Yeah, they have a lot of theories and they came up with most of the techniques that people claim now at the moment that it's theirs. I have one of the but, books, like, you know, with uh, yes. from Lisa Eldridge that uh, is so Lisa, interesting. I have this. It's so good. So, so good because she, yeah, exactly. She's going back to, I mean, to uh, Marie Antoinette. I mean, just speak like by, you know, Marie yeah. Antoinette uh, and many other the... faces, Audrey Hepburn. I mean, 
Of course, Audrey it's Hepburn. Not, like these beauty icons, they also had signatures. There is also techniques in there that you see them now on social media, on TikTok or on Instagram. Yeah. But a new generation of makeup artists is claiming that it's there. I'm like, you know. But many years ago, the under-contouring. Yeah. It yeah, was actually so. created by Kevin O'Quan. Yeah. And yeah. Scott Barnes. So now you see a trend on TikTok. Oh, did you know that you can do the contour? I'm like, yeah. I know. I mean, you know, when, um, so I went uh, to the masterclass of uh, uh, Mario, Mario, uh, Makeup by Mario, a few months ago. I haven't posted it on Instagram for some reason, and I don't know why, but anyway. Um, so he was showing this uh, trend, like, you know, before, you know, you do a bit of contouring and then you add and, you know, but I was like, well, that's not a new technique. So indeed, um I mean, you would have indeed like, you know, Scott Barn Barnes, you know, uh, showing it, but yeah. indeed Kevin O'Connor you know, was... Books, you need the you history. Then you understand that all you're seeing is repeating. And you can see who is authentic in their makeup artistry. If it's stolen, if it's inspired, or they, because for me, when, when it comes to a makeup artist through art, their career, what did they really add? What did they do for the industry? What did you do? What, what is that magical thing you brought to life? So again, reading about history of makeup, because the last thing you want when you are on a set of a shoot, they send you a mood board in advance, and you don't understand the concept. They tell you, I don't know, uh, a reference of Madonna back in the 80s, and you don't know who Madonna is. That's a little bit. And then it, the same thing with the hairdresser. If the hairdresser is not understanding the hairstyle, you completely, because again, passion, makeup, and hair, if they don't work together, the vision will not come to life. That, that's so true. Because makeup, again, you can transform an eight, uh, a nineteen uh, 1920s look, rounded smoky eye, into an Arabic just by wing it, wing it, winging the, the shape of it. You can make it gothic. But these references, if we don't know about it and educate ourselves on it, we will not be able to, to, to talk even with the the designer or the, uh, even when you are trying to sell an idea, color theory. Now, how many times you see artists, they've been in doing makeup for such a long time, but they don't know what the primary colors are. That's why they cannot do color correct. They cannot do color correction because if you don't know color theory, you cannot, color correct the skin. These are basics. So for the, as an artist, there is a library. A lot of, there is no, uh, uh, every day I learn, even sometimes when I go to the Mac store and I see the Mac artist, there is always a technique you learn. Watching online versus live, real life, is also different. The more you watch a live masterclass, the more you benefit more. 
Definitely. I mean, recently I bought one of the online makeup class of uh, Nikki Wolf, uh, Nikki Makeup. Okay, that would be interesting to watch. Yeah, so it's super interesting. So indeed, no, I pick like at least one tip from each of the makeup look that she has um, uh, created. Um, but I know that, and first, it's different from what she's showing or what she used to show on her stories, you know, when she was to do like the Sunday tutorials. But it's yeah. still not the same as when you go, as you said, like watch live a makeup artist performing directly in front of you. Uh, one of the um, uh, masterclass that I watch as well of, you know, yourself back in the days, like long time ago, uh, but also of, of Hindash, it's also, you know, how they do or how you do like the, the liner, which shade, you know, are you using? Um, yes. There are always things that you are able just to take and then to apply yeah. as well. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. As I'm, again, makeup artist career never stops. You always evolve, but you choose. It's either you get stuck in that same makeup you do for 20 years or you evolve. And the power, I always call, I always tell this to our makeup artists, the power of you switching from traditional makeup to editorial makeup, to the no makeup, to the most theatrical makeup, this is where, and also working on mature skin, darker skin tone, the super light skin tone, this is where you are in a good place. But doing the same makeup on everyone, it doesn't help. You know, like... It doesn't help. It, 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 it's you. you. You choose it. Exactly. I mean, it doesn't help and you get bored of it. <laughs> Enfin, exactly. At least I can only talk, you know, about myself, you know, when obviously you will have some trend, or, but sometimes it can be like, you know, repetitive. And again, you know, last weekend when I was with my clients, you know, those young ladies, I was like, yes, you know, please bring me some creativity because I want to do something different. <laughs> but yeah. when you, when you work with private clients, the thing is you need to, to understand what they like, what uh, yeah, it's they about want them to have, it's very yeah, totally understandable. And also, they have a look in their mind that you want to bring to life with your touch. Exactly. And every time I feel like I want to go wild and just make my creativity work again, uh, because creativity, you have to nourish it. It's like when you paint. You paint one time and you stop. It doesn't. You have to paint constantly for you to, to um, be able to master that. The same with the creativity. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm stuck. You know, when we went into lockdown, <laughs> when you do makeup on yourself all the time, you're like stuck. And then I remember when I went back to doing shoes, I'm like, oh, God, I, I felt like I've never done makeup on anyone. And then I booked a model. You know, when you book a model and you're like, you know what, I want to... Instead of painting on a canvas, I just want to paint on the model. The great thing about the models, they just look at you, smile. No matter what you do, it's fine. It's art. I know, I know. I mean, I I, I, I admire models, honestly speaking. Yeah. I mean, because they're patient. always patient, <laughs> so patient. Oh my God, they can stay like on a chair for two, three hours. I mean, the... 
you know, like it's, and I'm and always like, the makeup, how do you do that? The makeup. But it's also, you know, when you are doing creative makeup, you know, you want that moment of silence where it's just you and the, and the, the model, nobody is, there is no direction where you have to follow. There is no certain look. It's just you. Your emotions are coming up and then uh, and then you express it. And this is how it comes. Yeah, that's true. Um, do you have any daily rituals, Mariam? Daily? Rituals. Sorry? Rituals. Oh, you know, starting with the today, it is this year, I'll turn 40. So I'm really emphasizing more on my skincare. <laughs> um, I'm a, I've always been a big fan of skincare. Like uh, for me, the skin is uh, something that is so important. Like I can go out without makeup, but not without my moisturizer. So skincare is something essential, even though uh, at home when I'm so tired, I'll make sure I do a mask. Yeah. Uh, day, night, I never skip my dream, my, my creams. And there is something about, I will tell you. So anytime there is a cream that I don't like, you know, sometimes there is a cream you use, it doesn't suit your skin. Why waste it? Cool. Here. You put it here on your elbows. Decolleté. Always <laughs> forget that you can use it as a body lotion. Trust me, it's so good. You know how many times we spend a amount of money on these firming products for the skin, but then sometimes it doesn't really work on your skin. It's okay. You have the decollete. You will love it. I love the trick. Or as like, a you know, hand cream. Yeah, there's no waste. At all. <laughs> With skincare, at all. Especially when you invest a lot on it. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to makeup, I've really changed the way I wear makeup versus how before. It's uh, like also when you are in, uh, when you start that the 40 element where you want less is more. Now it depends where I'm going out. I always love to just now uh, laminate my brows. I would skip the, the defining the brow because, again, for us, we have already aggressive features. Uh, mascara, I love creamy products at the moment. Like I've been loving them for the several few years, especially on myself. I love creamy products and um, lips. I love a matte lip. Because, you know, when you talk too much, you want something that is long lasting, but yeah, it's very simple. Now versus on social media, this is where I have to apply a lot of makeup because you know, it's filming. So uh, before my days, I used to always wear a smoky eye. You will always see me with a, like a dark smoky eye. I had those days with like, I was into drawn into Gothic <laughs> movements, dark sides. Then you move into a cut crease. And you don't know what happens in life. <laughs> so it's like those moments. But now you feel like I feel now when I look at the mirror, it's like I just want uh, simple, simplicity. Yeah. And and I think that this is really a trend. Like, you know, how you can get um, 
the most out of like a very simple and few products. Um, I was looking at my Instagram like a few days ago and from five years ago, like the way that I was doing makeup and looking at it today, just like, oh my God, that was way too much. <laughs> I mean, we, we all have that. And even with uh, makeup on clients, I do investigate a lot because, you know, you come, she, they already have uh, fake lashes, laminated brows, um, probably some uh, job done in here. Okay. There's basically nothing we can, like, I'll just contour you. It looks good. Yeah. And you see now not everyone wants to wear a kajal. That's right. Before everyone wants to wear kajal, now they are more into beige, simplicity. They want the glow. Okay. That's good. Two years ago, remember the cut crease. Everybody wants a cut crease. So it's it's interesting how things shift quickly. Yeah, now it's exactly. the blush. Georgina is making her trend now. She came to 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 Saudi Arabia, and then because she looks a very Middle Eastern, everyone wants the blush, the pink, and the snatched eye. And it's it's so it's like wow, yeah, not that everyone is recreating her her makeup uh, look that she had on the uh, Joy Award. What was the name of the? Yeah, but also if you yeah. look at it, it's the I call it the traditional makeup. Yeah, because she's pretty, she pulled it out in a super nice way and wearing an abaya with all the nice jewelry. You're like oh. super elegant as well. Look. So yeah, yeah, we are talking about uh, Ronaldo's wife, huh? uh, by the way, who just moved to uh, Saudi Arabia to join the one of the football um, club over there. What is the one product that you cannot live without? Six plus. Yeah, <laughs> one of the Six OGs. Plus. <laughs> the OGs. Yeah, yeah. Because when I know, I know when if I have no skincare or anything. I can keep my skin moisturized. Mm, yes, that's true. You know what? Uh, some of my clients, I have a lot of clients coming from abroad. So they're coming to Dubai as a destination because of weddings, because of events, because of photo shoots. And unfortunately, like the, the fly, the airplane is dehydrating so much the skin. So even, even before applying any skincare, I would use a mist on them. And the Fix Plus for this is so good because you can apply it like before, during, and after, like once the makeup is finished. Because even during the makeup, I remember I had one of those clients, I was applying the makeup and I was like, oh my God, your skin is, I mean, I, I didn't tell her. But the skin was absorbing so much and it became like patchy. <laughs> And we're like, oh, this cannot happen. Exactly. So the tip is you apply some fix, fix plus or mist. And this is just helping the, um, the makeup just to, to rehydrate and the skin as well. And then to hold and to look like perfect and flawless. Yeah, the yeah, fix plus is like, it's like a glass of water you give to your skin. Exactly. As simple as it gets. Yeah. We're getting to to the end of uh, of this episode and super refreshing to talk about makeup. I was so happy to have you, you know, with me. Oh, same honest. here. It's been a while, like since I had a really deep talk, because you know, as artists, we 
it's nice to uh, to really dive like dive into details and remember things that we, we it's it's nice things that we forgot about yeah and and as makeup artists you know we get passionate about talking about makeup the trend the product that we use how uh, our experiences as well you know with clients and since the the last uh, last time i saw you it was you know we had a coffee and we talked about like the different experiences the different clients the trend as well and 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 i feel that as makeup artists we are so much into the day to day uh, photo shoot client that sometimes we we don't take the time to talk to each other to be very honest like for, as freelancers as freelancers mm. exactly exactly so, um who that you know uh would you like to hear and see now like on on the youtube uh who would like to hear on this podcast as a next guest anyone that oh. an inspiration you know in the beauty industry um that you know you like you know you can introduce me to as well <laughs> it, it does it have to be like someone as an artist or it could be uh, uh it can be anyone not necessarily like an artist huh? but someone that is related to beauty inside out it can be a makeup artist it can be maybe a beauty trade center or or, or someone in fashion or someone yeah. i don't know <laughs> beauty um, so bad <laughs> You know when you have the name on your mind, but then it doesn't come to your mind. <laughs> you know because I always like um, there is one uh, lady, but she is um, even the way she wears her makeup and she styles herself. She's like a fashion icon. Her name is Remy Al. I'll show you. I'll show. I'll show you and. She's basically like a singer, but at the same time, speaks about beauty, fashion. She's like a groundbreaking person, like unusual Middle Eastern. Uh, uh, I, I call her. She's a character. Like, let me show you what I'm talking about. But yeah, she is. Fun. I always hear, and she's very interesting. And every time I see the way how she wears makeup, it's like, ooh, like. It's always the unexpected makeup from someone who is Arab. That's Al amazing. I love that. So what's Rimi. the name again? Rim? Al-Rimi. Al. Okay, let me show you. And she always have messages when she's speaking about something. It could be something about how we are living at the moment. So she will always make these clips. I'll show it to you. Look at her. So let's see that together. Are you sending that to me on WhatsApp? Yeah, on uh, Instagram. Instagram. Okay. Yeah. So we are using like different. Uh, I've also. Used ah, her yes. at, uh, I posted her a few days ago on my stories. I don't know if you can see, uh, see yes, her. Yes, yes, yes. Always have something about her. And also, there is another person. Her name is Mrs. Keeper. Oh, yes. Yeah. She's like, I, I used I used to key her shows, but I've always had something unusual 
with her her uh, style like it's so unique it's so unexpected she's very you, you see what i mean like look at her here like i find this this is so cool like she she is wearing a cool makeup very editorial and then holding a traditional lebanese uh dish <laughs> but there is there is there is a, a message in her uh, caption uh, addressing about the Lebanese uh, community. Yeah. Amazing. Her, here she is. You see her with the, on Marie Claire? Yes. So she's always had these bands where now it's trending. It's so trendy, yes. Amazing. I love it. It's, it's so different. Yeah, she's, yes, she's a, a very interesting person. Let me show you this. On This is all her words, what she talks, uh, the way also the direction on, on how she films her stuff. It's all her yeah. direction. I sent you now, like you see how she writes things. And on top of them, she's been uh, photographed by uh, Abdullah Elmaz. And this yes. photographer is so creative and so good in yeah, but creating. You see, like, if you put the music on, the sound on, it's like she's expressing something. But this is for me, it's too artistic. Yeah. It's something unusual to see in the Middle East. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah. Totally. Amazing. I love to discover like new. And Mrs. Kipa as a fashion, she's like purely art. And now she's launching her furniture line, which is amazing. Wow. So, yeah. Let's, uh, let's have them on the podcast. Amazing. Like they really, even both of them, they wear makeup and a, in a, such a cool, unexpected way. Yeah. Mariam, where can we find you? <laughs> I'm always here for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice to talk to you, really. Like, I'm so happy. Like, I haven't had this, I would say, productive uh, talk with very long time. Honestly, because I you know it's so deep. And again, with the new generation of makeup artists, it's like they're very fast. They're very like, you know, action and all of that, where it's all about inspiration. It's the story. Exactly. So we love stories as well. We love that. And I'm we love to that. share my story with you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for being with us, uh, Mariam, and sharing, you know, like the trends of 2023, how you became, you, you became a makeup artist um, and, you know, your career at Mac that is impressive and the passion that you still have, you know, for this, uh, for this brand. Um, but we can find you on Instagram. It's Mariam Khairala. The, the the Mariam Khairala, because there's two Mariams. There's the, a lot of Mariams the, on Instagram, so it's the Mariam Khairala. Um, I'm also on TikTok, trying to be active. 
Uh, I have few video. I have a lot of videos on my cosmetics Middle East YouTube channel and the global channel. So if anyone wants to learn basic makeup, instant artistry, you will always find my videos in Arabic and they have also a subtitle. Amazing. So yeah. That's amazing. We're all going to go onto YouTube channel to go and follow you on Instagram and TikTok now. <laughs> Mariam, again, thank you so much. You so much. Uh, that was such a pleasure. And um, and I can't wait for our next uh, conversation yes. when I see of you course. around the pleasure. Country. I wish you a lovely evening and I want to see you soon again. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode today. If you enjoy it, please rate it with five stars, leave a comment and share it with at least two of your friends. This will help the podcast to be more visible and high in the rank. I cannot wait to have you in my next episode to talk more about beauty. In the meantime, take care of yourself and remember, be your own kind of beautiful. Beautiful.